0: Since Brock Bowers is tight end one, who's tight end two, three, four, and five? Well, we're going to scout the senior bowl tight ends, Jaheem Bell, Theo Johnson, and Ben Sennett. We're going to tell you what they bring to an NFL offense and more coming up next.
1: You are locked on NFL draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL draft. Part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day.
0: What's up, Locked On family? Welcome back to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day. Shout out for being our everydayers. I'm your boy Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find the follow me on X at DP underscore NFL. I'm a national scout and a senior draft analyst. And, guys, i got to kick this intro over to my guy, Mr. LSU, Keith Sanchez himself. You can find and follow him on X at The
1: Talent Code. Keep talking to him, baby. What's up, Locked On family, man? This is the other side to this dynamic duo that we like to call a Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, man, where we cover everything college football. We cover everything NFL football. And what we like to say, man, it all starts with the NFL draft, man. That's draft strategy, draft prospects, draft roster management breakdown. We cover it all over here. But DP, we said at the top of the show, man, we're talking tight ends, man. Listen, we've we've seen what Sam Laporta has done, right, as as a rookie, right? So it's it's a must that we get and talk about these tight ends because we see that it's capable of them in their rookie years having a great impact. We know that Brock Bowers is tight end one, right? But who's tight end two, three, four, and five? Like you said at the top of the show, we're going to talk about these senior bowl tight ends because we're going to get to see these guys up close and personal, and we want to start start this process off, and then we're going to finish it off when we at the senior bowl. But this is the introduction to the senior bowl tight ends. We're going to have a really good conversation surrounding those guys. But DP, before we get started, man, why don't you hit them with our title sponsor?
0: Guys, download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. Florida State former Gamecock tight end Jaheim Bell. Jaheim Bell listed at 6'3", 6'4", 240 pounds. You know, this season, 39 receptions, 503 yards receiving, and two. Total touchdowns, two receiving touchdowns. I think he had a, a rushing one. I, you know, they, This real nitpicky with the whole little uh, kind of shotgun, little touch pass. Sometimes yeah, it looks like man. a run. I don't know how they classify it no more nowadays, but this is a, Keith, this guy's in your region. He's an uber versatile tight end. When we, when, when you talk about what he can gain down in Mobile and what he brings to an NFL offense, Keith, tell the people what you think about it.
1: Yeah, like you said, if this is a movement tight end, man, this is one of those players where if you if you have an offense or if your offense likes to use the tight end in multiple ways, you highlight this guy, right? Because he can do it all. He can line up at the wide receiver position. He can line up at the slot position. He can line up as the H back position. He can go in motion. Like you talked about, he can take handoffs, right? He's just a versatile football player in in how he's able to be productive on the football field, man, and it's unfortunate because I think that it had Jordan Travis stayed healthy. The Florida State Seminoles will be in the playoffs, right, and then we would see them in more big-time moments, and this is a guy that shows in big-time moments, and I think the LSU game, he played well, and there was a couple other primetime games where he showed up, so just the two total touchdowns, I don't think that's necessarily a, a indicator of the potential for his production as a tight end, and I think about the teams like the San Francisco 49ers, the Baltimore Ravens, right? Those teams that really want to use the tight ends in multiple different ways. This is definitely a guy that you check out um, because of what he can do on the field. And and I know you threw out a comp, D.P., so I'm going to tell this to you real quick. Are there any couple guys that kind of popping? Like I thought about Delaney Walker in his heyday with the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have any other comps or just play style comps or career trajectories for Jaheen Bell.
0: Man, I think there's a couple guys that came to mind. I, I like the Delaney Walker one. Um, I, I looked, I thought about a little bit of Aaron Hernandez, you know, when he was with the Patriots, where he lined up at traditional tight end, he was a flex into the slot, a flex out wide. He lined up and took some handoffs and ran, you know, inside zone in mm-hmm. between the tackles. And he's a tight end. And Jaheim Bell, he did a he 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 lines up in the backfield even for Florida State. But you go back to his time in South Carolina I think it was against was it I was it North Carolina two seasons ago where he had a big 60 70 yard run out of taking a handoff out of the backfield he's he's got good twitch good explosiveness um you know I, so I thought about Isaiah likely as well you know what I mean similar bills I think Isaiah likely may be uh, an interest, maybe an inch shorter maybe a couple pounds heavier but very similar type of players but he's just to me he's a more juiced up version of that he has that ability with his athleticism like so when he's detached and flexed from the line of scrimmage and he's put into the, into the slot to stretch the vertical plane right attack the seams and do different things of that nature run comeback routing quick hitches and stops at the sticks he's a guy that can do those things he, he's a he does a good job finding areas to that where where defenders are vacating in zone so he knows how to make himself available there as well and he's just so he's so versatile where you can move him around like you can put him in the backfield. If you want to run some 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 like funky pistol looks, he could be that H back for you. He's just a very alignment positional fluid guy. He's a tight end two in my opinion. I think, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, he's a tight end one for NFL offense right out the gate. I think he has athletic ability and size to become that. But I think early on. You think about like you said George Kittle, if he's with the San Francisco 49ers or the you know the uh Kansas City Chiefs like he's flexing behind uh Travis Kelsey, man like that's a good piece to have for your NFL offense and Keith I think for him it's just what I'm what I'm most excited to see down in Mobile for him man just just show me the route running show me the ability mm-hmm. to go one on one with these guys not just the linebackers right cuz of course NFL good it good I'm I'm not going to say all oh, NFL offense going this. Good NFL offensive coordinators will try and get you matched up on linebackers as they should. Good defensive coordinators are gonna are gonna match that. Said no, I'm gonna put a covered safety on you. So now getting that one on one opportunity, like he saw against Clemson with Andrew McCuba, who just who just uh, um, declared and went to uh, the University yeah, of Texas, yeah. right? Just transferred. Yep. So you have a situation where you saw he saw him have some flashes and then some 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 moments where Andrew McCuba and those safeties from Clemson were able to really kind of lock him down in, in man-to-man coverage. So I think being able to showcase what he can do with his size, his athleticism, Keith, you want to see him win those one-on-ones in Mobile because I think that'll, that'll be where he makes most of his money.
1: Yeah, I, and, and so the other side of this, right, when we talk to the listeners and everything, and I know they're going to want to know I guess the other side, right? Like why not, you, you said, why not a tight end one, right? And the question for me would be this, do you project him as a tight end or do you project him as a big wide receiver, right? Because we do get these kind of hybrid players. So him and the, you know, people want to know how does he block, right? How does he insert? You know, even if he's in the backfield, like you said, in some of those funky pistol sets, full house sets, right? And he has to be that that kind of insert, that lead blocker on those inside run plays can he blow the linebacker up? Right. And I think that's going to also be the conversation. I'll be interested because the senior bowl staff usually does a good job of this, of obviously evaluating a player, but then putting them in different situations. So, obviously, us as talent evaluators, but then also the NFL teams can get different looks at them. And I'll be interested to see do they have him as a traditional inline tight end? Do they back him up off the line of scrimmage? Is he lined up in the backfield? Do they do different things right because I, I don't know if it's this year but each year you no, know, you know it alternates between like who's the uh you know which teams are coordinators and things like that so I, I i'll be interested to see um how that goes and how that plays out as far as the offense and where he aligns in the in, in the offense to get the best look for him
0: no 100 percent. the blocking is 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 going to be if there's any true concern to his game it is blocking right where like the 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 ferocity, the 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 aggression that he runs with as a as a ball carrier, you want to see that as a blocker as well. Whether you're lead blocking, you see so much split flow action in the NFL now mm-hmm. with that backside yeah. tight end is slicing across the line of scrimmage, back, you know, right behind the offensive line. And you run inside zone off of it, you can run some outside zone, different things of that nature. But that being that slice, that slice action tight end, you want to be able to really sell that block, man. And sometimes he just, I don't know if it's a not really enthused thing, if that's just not his, where he, where he wants to be. If he wants to be more like a big receiver and be detached. Right. I think in space against DBs, he's, he's okay. He just has to, I think, he just needs coaching up in that, in that aspect, right? Mm -hmm. Hand placement, you know, be able to break down and not be overly aggressive and whiff on blocks. So blocking is going to be a big thing down in mobile form as well. Cause like you said, NFL, a tight end one, you typically have to block in the run game. Teams still do that nowadays. You still got to block in the run game and that's not where he's at his best.
1: Yeah, I know, but so we'll see, right? And I think the biggest thing is, is that Janine Bell he goes out there for the senior bowl and he paints a picture, right? You have to paint a picture and, and clearly define what you are or what you're going to be on the next level. I think living in the middle ground, I don't think that'll do great for his draft stock. I think he has to paint a picture of exactly who he is and what his skill set is. But DP, let's keep this thing going, man. We're talking about a 6'6, 260 pound tight end, those Penn State Nittany lines, man. I know you got eyes on them and you texted me about them, but we're about to have a conversation for the people. So coming up next man we're talking about 6'6 260 pound tight end from penn state theo johnson
0: today's episode locked on nfl draft has been brought to you by prize picks they are the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports it's just you against the numbers with basketball season here you can now pick combo projections across both basketball and football from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports and leagues. For example, Steph Curry plus Travis Kelsey at a 14 and a half point combo of three pointers made plus receptions. Do you want to play alongside of some of Prize Picks' favorite players like rapper Meek Mill or comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community. Each and every week this week on prospects this Sunday, Christmas Eve, I am taking Justin Fields versus the Arizona Cardinals for more than 197 and a half passing yards. Guys, all you need to do is go to prospects.com slash locked on NFL and use the code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Keith, I don't know if they heard you correct. You said six, 260, 65 pounds. Theo Johnson is a big dude. Keith, he's a big dude. And unfortunately, when you look at for those watching on YouTube and you see the numbers, 32 receptions, 325 receiving yards, six total touchdowns. Right. And you like, man, for that guy that big, you, you would think, you know, he had better numbers. And while that's a good thought to have, it's not really his fault. Like Penn State's passing offense was very anemic, very inconsistent in, in this season. But when you watch them get the football to him. One thing I, I took away when I watched him, Keith, and I remember you know that's why I text you. I was I was a little hyped when I was watching. I said, Hey man, like this this big boy can move, man. You know what I mean? He's uh, an easy mover.
1: Yeah, let's talk about it because I I you seen it one way, and I like the you to talk about how you have seen it, and then I I kind of jump in and talk about how I seen I seen him, right? And just what's the mm-hmm. current projection?
0: No, I think there's route running upside for him. Uh he, he's not just a – to me when I see us. So you think 6'6, six, 265, that's you are close to 270. You know what I'm saying? Seriously. So like like that, you that's that's a big dude, but he's well proportioned. He's not like you know, not soft body guy, he's well built, but I saw uh hip fluidity, hip looseness to be able to, to sink, drive out at the top of his brakes, but also there was I tweeted the 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 play out as a, a kind of reverse pivot route versus uh mm-hmm. Illinois. Where like the the I don't know I think it was a safety. It was being very physical with them, uh. You know I mean from the line of scrimmage, from the snap, and man to man coverage, hands all over him, kind of jostling for position, and the ability to just quickly reverse pivot and work back in the opposite direction. He left he left this guy standing there for a second because he wasn't uh, he wasn't expecting that. So there's some route running upside from him. I think he's got strong soft hands, be able to track the ball well. Can play, you know, at the catch point, especially when he uses the full extension of the long arms and the long body that he has. But I do think that you know he gives you some some yards after the catch. He's hard to bring down with the first defender as well. And I think he has a. I don't think he's a insane insanely explosive guy. Like I don't think he's like Brock Bowers. You know what I mean? Brock Bowers is extreme, like really explosive at the tight end position. But I think he has good good open field speed when that long stride opens up and everything he's just really hard to keep up with uh once he gets on top of the uh, on top of the defender and stacks him so i think there's some upside i think that this is a guy that's going to be a better pro than he was than he than what we've seen in college just because you get more competent quarterback play
1: yeah, and, and hopefully he goes to a good situation, D.P., right, because yeah. we have the NFL, right, where I think they have 10 to 12 backup quarterbacks playing right now. So we're hoping, right, we're hoping that he can go to a good quarterback situation. Um, I, I, I agree with you with majority of the Theo Johnson evaluation where you can see the upside, right? I think the biggest thing is this, that when I watched him as a player, I was looking at it from the perspective of that first three to five yards, Mm-hmm. He needs to quicken that up, right? Like quicken that process up, like off of the line of scrimmage. And I think that goes to your conversation about his burst and explosiveness, right, at the snap, because you will see defenders try to get hands on him quickly and just try to reroute him. And it's like, okay, I need you to win quicker than that, right? But that comes with development. That's that's, that's hand usage, yeah. right? That's, you know, working on rapid foot fire, things like that. There are different ways to kind of free yourself as a player. But when I watched him, I said, this guy, I, I believe he can be a tight end too. Right in the offense right now and you feel good about that, like next year, right? Like so him as a rookie as a tight end too. You feel good because the hands are there, right? It's just a matter of I think the nuances of playing the tight end position and understanding how to uncover um at the tight end position. It 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 leans itself towards you need some refinement and development right but this is the thing too that because at Penn State he did a lot of different things right he's a guy that lined up in the backfield also but I don't necessarily know if I love him in that position I want him kind of opposite of Jaheen Bell right I want him more as my traditional inline tight end role I'll flex him a little bit from time to time but I'm not putting him in the backfield I'm not giving him jet handoffs I'm not putting him at the (laughs) the wide receiver position right I'm not doing all that with Theo I'm keeping it simple I'm gonna see. Keep it simple, Theo, right? And I'm going to keep it right there, put you in line, put you in slot just a little bit, and let you operate. Because we see a lot of NFL teams, right? They want two tight end sets, three tight end sets. So you're going to play, right? You're going to be able to contribute on the field. And I think he is definitely a guy that can do that. Now, I'm going to ask you this. When you talk about tight end two, you talk about his skill set, you're talking about upside, but also talking about deficiencies. Where do you potentially, like just right now, and it's very early on in the draft process, right? Yeah. Where do you see him potentially getting drafted at?
0: Um. I think and there's 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 talks that he should run in the four fives to four sixes oh, at uh, the combine. I yeah, I'm with you. Uh I was like, hmm. All right. I was like, I think his speed, because you know the 40s that 10 yard split is important, you know. what I mean, mm-hmm. like, I think he got I think his speed is good once he opens that stride, yeah, 15 yo. 20 yards down the field, but that instant that that zero to ten. I don't know how that ten yard split's going to look, but of course we know these guys train with track with track uh, coaches and stuff in the offseason to get prepared for the combine for that, right? But I think with his with his size, his body, arm length, open field speed, I think that third round is probably going to be a nice sweet spot for him. Third, maybe fourth, depends on how well he tests. I think the third round is a, is a good soft soft circle spot for him. Um, especially because this isn't not a this isn't a great tight end class, you know what I mean? Um, so when you think about having Brock Bowers go top 15, Jatavion Sanders, Jatavian Sanders probably gonna end up being back into the first early second. And it's like, okay, that tight end three spot is wide open. Now, you know what I'm saying, depends on what happens, you know, of course, with Jaheen Bell. But Theo Johnson, like again, the one on one's gonna be big for him, too, Keith. Like you said, he's that struggle of getting open quickly. Can you do that at the Senior Bowl? Because if you do that in front of us, and you're quicker, you're more, you're more sudden, right? Like the process. I think sometimes, as you know, it's also coaching as well. Yeah, they, he goes up there say. he's free. Yeah,
1: yeah it, it. I don't know if, if 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 there are reports that he can run a four, five, four, six, right? And we're talking about him getting off the line of scrimmage slow. I'm wondering if he's kind of like paralysis by analysis, right, where he's trying to read the coverage too much and dictate what he's going to do, or if his coaching to where they're telling him, you know, kind of come off the line of scrimmage slow because there's a lot of sight adjustment type of stuff within our offense and being on the same page with the quarterback. I would like him to just go out there and at the senior bowl and just run, right, just flat out go run, right, whatever it is full speed, line of scrimmage, ball is snap, go after it, right? So that way you can get a real good picture of his athleticism because when you cut the film on, and I urge y'all to to cut the film on and go check him out, you're going to be like, this is a big ball that can move, right? Like, just how you said at the top of the show, and, and you're going to be – it's going to be intriguing. I'll say that, right, because of, of the athlete that you can see. Now, we talked about, like we said, the slow start and stuff like that, but when he does get going, there is some good stuff. And I even think about the game against Michigan, right, where he caught the, the late touchdown, I think, to put them back in, like, one score or something like that. Mm-hmm. But he caught the late touchdown, and it was, like, him winning across the middle, right, beating the defender. But it was still kind of a slow-developing type situation, but you've seen the IQ, you've seen the hands, you've seen the ability catching traffic and the red on threat that he can be.
0: I noticed that on a lot of the crossers too, like where he, he's really, it's almost, it, I don't know if it's, I won't call it slow, but it feels very tempoed in terms of mm-hmm. how he starts those crossers where it's like almost like, Hey, allow the receivers to clear out first. And now you kick it up underneath as like that kind of shallow intermediate crosser where now like okay boom it's it's easy money for you rather than uh, you know you trying to go full speed off the rip and you're colliding or your route is interacting with somebody else especially if it's not actual mesh concept right like you know what i'm saying so instead of you running your defender into that defender you're running your defender into um, you know, you potentially run your defender into the, tar- the actual receiver that the quarterback wants to get the ball to because you guys are too close in terms of levels and spacing. So that's definitely something, like I said, I agree with you. I want to see him go down to the senior bowl, go down to Mobile and literally just play free, right? Show us what, what type of athleticism you have. Because remember last year, well, th- yeah, last, this past uh, Mobile trip, we got to saw um, Luke Musgrave in person, mm-hmm. right? And the first thing like, man, he is 6'5", 6'6", 250. Like, and he looks the part, right? And then what did he do? One-on-one, he was able to beat defense safeties, corners. He was able to beat some of these – beat those guys one-on-one and and be able to show that open field speed. He wasn't the quickest starter, but he was quicker – he started quicker than Theo typically. But you got to see what he was able to do, the ball skills, on helmet, the higher throws, things of that nature – the skinny posts, the variety of routes he was able to run. And then, you know, what he was able to do as a blocker as well. So if I would tell Theo Johnson anything, try and have a Luke Musgrave type of senior bowl. Because if you do that, you might solidify yourself as a little bit earlier than the round three type of prospect.
1: Yep, I agree 100%. With DP, let's keep this thing going. Let's keep it flowing, man. We're about to go to Kansas State, right? We're going to the middle of the country, man, and we are pulling out Ben Sanat, man, a Kansas State tight end, man. A guy that played a lot of football, played a lot of football at a high level. Um, Not too many people are talking about him, but this is another utility-type football player that we're going to get into. So stay tuned. Coming up next, man, we're talking about senior bowl commits. We're talking about tight ends, man, and we're about to talk about Kansas State tight end Ben Sanat
0: you shouldn't have to worry when you're trying to buy tickets to your next big event. But if you wait to the last minute, you will worry and stress because you're competing with other buyers. You're trying to avoid dealing with scammers and scalpers. You're trying to find the best deal for your wallet. But let me tell you about the fast and easy way that is game time, guys. I'm telling you right now, it's easy to buy tickets for all the sports, music, and comedy and theater events near you in your area. What other benefits do they have? DP? Well, let me tell you, guys. Last minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals. The tickets, to, their tickets are easy to find and buy. But also, this is my favorite part. They show the views from all the seats in the venue. So before you purchase that ticket or those tickets you know what vantage point you and your family or whoever will have guys i'm telling you right now if you are a detroit lions fan or a minnesota vikings fan you want to go see them play this sunday on christmas eve you can go to Minnesota and watch this game for as cheap as seventy eight dollars per ticket on the Game Time app. So all you need to do is download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LockedOnNFL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Tilly player Keith, I think that's the perfect way to describe Ben Sanat Ben I'll Sinat, put it in my
1: draft report. DP, I put it in listen, my draft report, baby.
0: Listen, <laughs> and it's, it's apropos. You know what I mean? Because when you look at what you know, six foot four for Kansas State tight end six foot four 245 pounds had a good season statistically 48 receptions 669 yards receiving six receiving total receiving touchdowns and keith you know the name i think we talked to me and you talked about this uh we i think i texted you i asked you about them and the name that came to mind was kyle use checking away uh now grant i think kyle use check is like let's say six two
1: yeah he's, so he's not like, as tall no, he, he's he not as tall and Ben said for some reason he looks even taller than six four, right? No, like legit. Me, he looked like he was six six again. I'm like, oh, there's another six six tight end, but he's listed at six four, which he may be six three. But I agree, Kyle Ustrich might be closer to like the six one-ish mm-hmm. and more fullback-ish type of range. Yeah, now, con- continue with no you he, he's
0: he's gonna be kind of that. Like you said, utility. He's going to do a lot of different things for you. Get a lot, of, get get dirty, man. Do a lot of dirty work for you. Slice action, wham blocks. He's a good run blocker, man. Yeah, like he he, he loves is. to run block. You you can tell by the way he runs his feet. He gets his hands latched. Like he wants to drive and displace defenders. I think in the passing game, um, you know, this is a guy that. Especially off a of he- off a of hard and heavy play action, a team that runs the football would love him at tight end or that tight end to H back type of role. He can move around a little bit because of the fact that he sells because he blocks so well as a as a run blocker. He, he on those play action passes and he's tight end leak. You know what I mean? Uh, stuff like that where he sells the run action himself to where you're not even keying in on him as a as a potential pass you know passing option then he leaks out whether it's into the flats whether it's a corner route up the seam right especially in the red zone I think it was the Missouri game where he had two red zone touchdowns one was on like a, a crosser I think out of a bunch set uh and the other one was kind of uh it was a tight end delay where he sold the run and it was almost jump pass like we used to see with Tim Tebow uh in the Florida Gators back in the you know two thousands and he you know he kind of just leaked right into the end zone by himself and it was easy money for him, but you see them get the ball to him in a lot of different ways some manufactured touches to give him run after the catch opportunities. And they use him in the in, similar to like we talked about Jaheen Bell, like Kansas State went to some what we call like the the, the diamond uh, pistol formation, full mm-hmm. house in the backfield, where he's yep. one of the H backs back there. They will kind of run them both on on, on rail routes or wheel routes, uh, you know, run them you know, out of that position into. A, a corner route, you know what I mean? So they he they did a lot of different things for him. I think my biggest concern with him, Keith, is winning one-on-one and his route, actual route running. Like yeah. he seems uh, a little stiff to me in yeah, terms of thought, at the at the breaking point.
1: Yeah, I thought he tipped his hand a lot too. It, like yes. I, I seen that it, it appeared that like safeties and linebackers, if he was running an underneath route they almost knew what he was doing, right? And that's just like, he, he just kind of tipped his hand and there wasn't any suddenness or he didn't do a lot of selling at the top of the route to kind of give them, you know, a two-way option, right? It was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this, right? And they knew exactly what it was and they had no problem with jumping it. But just also, I think the explosive athletic ability is somewhat lacking too, that yeah. I don't think he's a guy that I'm afraid that's, that is going to run away from me, right? And, and we talk about mismatches. Um, it's almost like I have no problem with putting a linebacker on Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying like I I, I, like that that would be okay for me like I don't feel like I need a safety um to to cover this guy so that's the other part of this but that's why I say that I think that he's a guy that's part of your tight end room right that you use in different facets and you have a game plan for him and understanding that you know like you said he can be a receiving option on short to intermediate things but got to catch the football go down right but what you you highlight them is is the run blocker I and mean, we've seen that teams they value those type of things right and, and especially in the tight end position because like regardless of popular opinion right tight ends are usually not very good at run blocking I don't know if this is the new age tight ends but to be completely oh, honest 100%. most of them mm-hmm. are average to below average for even run blocking as a tight end right mm-hmm. um so when you talk about a guy that I see is a good tight end a good blocker at the tight end position I think there's a lot there to uncover.
0: No, 100%. I mean, you think about, we talk about San Fran, the Baltimore Ravens, and how they use, how they'll use their tight ends and, you know, Pat Ricard and like the specialty guys, those utility guys, they'll use them in a variety of ways. The thing I want to see him, you know, also down in Mobile, like this past season, Keith, looking at the numbers, he caught 35, maybe 36% of his contested catch situations. He was targeted 14 times. He only reeled in five, right? So, and I think a couple of those went for interceptions, if I'm not mistaken. Like, yeah, three of those went for picks. So it's like you think about when in those one on ones, when you don't separate, right? You think back to Trey McBride, you know, when he was down in Mobile, he didn't separate from a lot of guys one on one, right? When he had those one on one opportunities, it was okay. You I mean you could be in my hip pocket, but I'm just bigger and stronger than you. And I'm going to just take this off the top of your helmet. And that's what he was able to do. And he's having an out, outstanding season right now for the Arizona Cardinals, and, you know, in the NFL. And I look at Ben and I'm like, can you. Give me that where it's like, okay, if I do run you up the seam and it is man to man coverage, if it's cover one and then in my court, and we teach the quarterbacks find the one on one and exploit it, right? If that's the one on one situation, well, like you said, if it's a linebacker that's not even great at coverage, but they feel comfortable putting you, putting him on in coverage against you, Ben. I want you to be able to win that matchup and it may not be with your routes but at least win it in terms of the contested catch opportunities and taking the ball away from your body and outside of your frame while that guy's in your hip pocket. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he does out there but I think his run blocking is going to get so he you know if they if they if, they, if, if it's a full goal type of practice, Keith, where they can take guys to the ground, we mm-hmm. might see some oohs and ahs off of just his run blocking. You know what I'm saying? Because he is a strong, physically imposing guy that just you see the, the, the want to that you can't coach into a guy. He wants, and he's technically sound in terms of his hands, his mechanics, and his technique uh, as a run blocker as well. But I, I think that he's just a guy that you can use in a variety of ways. I think especially in the red zone, he could be just a red zone option, especially, uh, you know, think about, you know, hard play action, coming backside, little Man. dump off, two yards yeah. out, easy touchdown, walk in, right? But also just being able to get him out in open field. You see it with the San Francisco 49ers. It's somewhat open almost on every play. you're like, how does this keep happening? And it's just a really great play call and knowing how to use his weapons. If he falls to a good situation, we could see some some good things from him.
1: Yeah, I agree 100%, man. I'm I'm, ex, I'm excited, right, because these these three tight ends, DP, um, there's a lot to still see, right? And you're talking about senior bowl, you're talking about senior bowl scouting. So, man, you're talking about stock up, stock down situation. Y'all, you guys, you know, these guys will definitely be a part of them, man, and we're going to hit you with a lot of stock up, stock downs post-senior bowl. That's why we're kind of going through them right now. So this is the introduction. And then we're going to do the kind of post-production type situation after the senior bowl. But, DP, man, that wraps up another show, man, of the Locked On NFL Draft podcast, man. I want to say shout out to our is Thank you for tapping in with us each and every single day, man. If you haven't hit the like button, man, go ahead and hit the like button. If you haven't commented, right? You want to know more about these prospects or you disagree with our synopsis of it, right? Go ahead and comment, man. Drop a comment on YouTube. And if you're not subscribed, finally, go ahead, and subscribe to the channel, man. This is the best place. The, this is the best place, the best place for... NFL draft content, man. Locked on NFL draft with your guys, man. Your dynamic duo, man. I am Keith Sanchez. You can find me on X at talent code, man. That is my co-host right there. Damian Parsons, you can find him on X at DP underscore NFL. And like we always like to say, man, y'all talk to us because we like to talk back. Go subscribe and follow
0: for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to the podcast to get the latest episode as soon as it is available. Thank you for making Locked On Field Draft your first listen today and every day. Shout out for being our every day As on tomorrow episode. We're scouting the senior bowl yet again, but we're going to those wide receivers, guys. Yes, we get to them big playmakers. We're going to have Xavier Leggett, Devontae Walker, and Big Johnny Wilson. Is he a wide receiver? Is he a tight end? Could he be in both shows? We're going to talk about him and those guys on tomorrow. But listen, come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.